My name is Ronika Jacobs and you found my podcast, Drive for More, Your Best Life Now. While there are hundreds of thousands of podcasts out there, you've taken the time out to listen to this one. So for that, I would like to say thank you. So without any further delay, let's get to it. Let's strive for more. entrepreneurship and scaling business growth through marketing strategies. Shay Brown, the founder of the Happy Entrepreneur Project, is a globally renowned giant in the sales world. He has cracked the once elusive code of entrepreneurial success with a game-changing model that unlocks unlimited financial potential, power, and wealth. In just six short years, he has dominated the sales space coaching thousands of rising business leaders to achieve exponential growth and success in their industry to the tune of over $400 million and counting. In this episode, he will share some key tips and strategies that you would normally have to pay top dollar for. So if you are an entrepreneur and are ready for growth, get your pen and pad ready. Hey, Shay, welcome. Thank you so much for being a guest on my show. How are you? Well, it's a great day, Roro. My name is Shea Brown, and you're right. I'm super excited to be on the show with you. I couldn't think of a better place to be than on Strive for More podcast, like right in this present moment. I just want to acknowledge first all of your listeners that are out there right now who take time to be a part of this platform that you put together to help all of us, myself included. I'm a big, big fan of what you're doing, Strive for More. So thanks a lot. I'm excited, and I'm excited because this morning or this evening, whatever time they're listening, we're going to change some lives. I mean, we're going to share some information. We're going to share some of our principles. Not only has helped us and our life personally, but helped many people just like them. So tune in right now. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. You're amazing. Well, Shay, thank you so much. And I can tell you, you know, I on your show before, Happy Entrepreneur Show, and I enjoyed myself. And I can tell you I've had a couple of things transpire since that time. And I know I mentioned that I wasn't on Pandora, and Shay, a week later, I kid you not, I got an email from Pandora letting me know that they have added me to their library of podcasters. Wow, that's amazing. I know, right, right? And then another thing that I just want to give you roses about is, you know, when I came onto your show, we kind of had a conversation afterwards, and you said, hey, you know what, make sure you also thank the listeners to the host show. And I have remembered that, and that has resonated with me. And I can tell you now that each time that I've been a guest on someone else's show, I make sure I do that. So you are a definite teacher, and the information that you hold is powerful and valuable. And so to my listeners out there, I'm serious, y'all. 
Y'all got to listen to what this man has to say. Thank you so much. I appreciate that. And thank you again for having me on the show. And thank all the listeners who support the show and who are supporting this episode right now as well. Thank you. All right. So you're the happy entrepreneur. How did you come up with that term? And what exactly is a happy entrepreneur? You know, the whole concept of being a happy entrepreneur, here's where it came from. When I first got started and ran out of money, I found myself struggling. And, yeah, I struggled when my car was repossessed. I struggled when I went through bankruptcy, struggled when I burned through my 401K, struggled when I went through not, not my first but my second divorce, and it, I just wasn't happy being an entrepreneur. And I said to myself, there has to be a way that you can be happy and enjoy what you do because you got in this business for a reason. So I said, you know what, what if we could be happy and we could be entrepreneurs? What if I didn't have to give up my health and I could be an entrepreneur? What if I didn't have to give up time with my kids and still be an entrepreneur? What if I could do what I want to do and be happy? Now, I want to make this one caveat. And if you're out there, take notes. Put this down right now because the question only comes up is, what is a happy entrepreneur? Let me tell you what it's not. We can be happy, but we're not naive, okay? We can be happy, but we understand every day is not rainbows, unicorns, and cupcakes. We can be happy, but we don't work for free. We can be happy, but we don't always jump up and down with a big smile. We can be happy, but we don't pretend we don't screw up and our stuff don't stink. And so it doesn't mean you're running around shouting. What it means is that there's joy on the inside. What it means is there's fulfillment in your life, what it means is there's peace. And because of that, you can go make a bigger difference in the world and you can still have a life that you deserve. That's what being a happy entrepreneur means. That's what it's all about. That's the message we're carrying out there today. Of course, you know, being an entrepreneur, it can be risky. But then you think about it and it's like any job can be risky. I'll be honest. I just went through a layoff, and I was working for someone else and even went through a layoff, and, but luckily I got another job, and I was blessed. But at the same time, I, I don't like to hear people hear entrepreneurs and tell them, well, it's going to be hard. It doesn't have to be because all in all, it's a choice that you're making, of course, if you're an entrepreneur. So I'm like you. Why don't you just be happy about it? It's a choice you're making. It could really change your life. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I agree with you 100%. Even in entrepreneurship or just in life in general, we can be hard-headed, right? So what has been the biggest or the hardest lesson for you to grasp in entrepreneurship thus far? So there I was, being an entrepreneur, working long hours. I recall that I was bragging because I would get up early in the morning, and I was a 5 a.m. riser before I had my show, The Happy Entrepreneur Show, and I would work from 5 a.m. all the way to about 12, 1 or 2 in the morning. So I'm getting three hours of sleep, right? And I would pride myself on being able to do multiple things at one time. And maybe you've had that experience. You tell yourself, I'm going to learn how to build this website. I'm going to learn it. No, no, no. I'm going to learn how to do this automation using a database like Infusionsoft. And I said, I'm going to learn this stuff. Oh, by the way, by the way, I'm going to learn how to take pictures. And when I get my photos back, I'm going to edit the pictures myself. And I prided myself on that because I said to myself, if it has to be done, then I've got to do it. Nobody can do it like Shea Brown. Well, that's probably one of the hardest lessons that I had to grasp as an entrepreneur. The lesson I had to learn was that 
the answer to who doesn't have to be you, that's number one, but more importantly, over and beyond that, and this is the message that I want to share with you that I know now that I didn't know 15 years ago when I got started, and here it is. Jot this in your notes. Please put this down in your notes. Systems beat goals every single time. Put that in your notes. Systems beat goals every time. Now, why do systems be gold every single time? Because goals, by definition, are in the future. You're never there. You're always using a system to get to that goal. Now, I've run five marathons, and I can't get up and sprint 26.2 miles. But what I can do, that's how long a marathon is, is when I was running my marathons, I can get up, and I can start running and run three miles one day, and then three miles the next day and I put one foot in front of the other, and I follow the system for my running patterns. I follow the system for my eating patterns. I follow the system for my mindset. I follow the system for the, my nutrition diet so that I can run those 26.2 miles. So the hardest lesson I had to grasp as an entrepreneur was how do I apply that discipline in what I was doing so that I would implement systems in my business because systems, put this in your notes, are duplicatable, put that down. Systems are repeatable, put that down. And systems you can hand to other people to do the system. And once I cracked that code, guess what? I had more time, I had more energy, I had more vitality, and I could do the things that I love to do the most. Yeah, that's, that's, that's the lesson I learned, absolutely. No, I love it. I love it. I'm a systems girl, and uh, I, I don't know if, you know, I like to be methodical, I mean, everything I have, and I, you know you've gone through my booking process and all of that, everything is a system for me just because I like to be prepared. So I can tell you guys, you listeners out there, and especially for you entrepreneurs, he's right. Systems beat goals every time they do because you know what to expect, and then if it doesn't, if your outcome doesn't match your intention, then you know where you can go in and tweak some things. So that's awesome. Absolutely. Okay, so you often talk about next-level thinking, and, I mean, I'm thinking, okay, so as entrepreneur, like, we're already doing next-level thinking. But I, I think that what you're saying as far as next-level thinking is even more than that. So for an entrepreneur, what is that next-level thinking? What does that look like? I had an opportunity to meet the one and only Damon John. And for those folks that don't know who Damon John is, Damon John is a businessman, he's an investor, he's a television personality. You, you know him as CEO of FUBU. Some of y'all don't even know what that means, right? You just know him as one of the investors on ABC, the reality television series, Shark Tank. And his net worth exceeds $250 million, which is a lot of money to me. And we met a year ago at the Power Networking Conference, and I only had two minutes with the guy, Jeepers, but I did pay $500. <laughs> That's why I met him, and I got a photo beside him. <laughs> I didn't have time, though, as a place to share how he's mentored and encouraged me as an entrepreneur. And what encouraged me was around next-level thinking. You see, it's so easy to have excuses to not get things done. Entrepreneurship is really about how you think, not what you have. And Damon John, to me, was someone who was thinking on his feet. And I noticed because he's honest about the problems he's overcome, and he's a problem solver. And my favorite phrase for him that I'm going to share with you that helped me get the next-level thinking was this. Don't wait for the perfect time. You will wait forever. Let me say that again. Don't wait for the perfect time. You will wait forever. Always take advantage of the time you're given and make it perfect. Damon, John, let me give you the Shea Brown remix version on that because I'm part of the Puff Daddy generation, by the way. (laughs) We do the remix version, right? And the remix version of that is you don't have to get it right. 
you just got to get going. So I remember when I started, and I had never done sales training before in my life, and I had to I hated sales, but I needed the money to stay in business. And then once I started learning how to sell and I wanted to teach other people how to sell, they would always ask that question. Shay, what gives you experience to be able to teach me how to do something when you've never done it? And I, that stopped me for a while. My friends even told me, no one's going to pay you to talk to them about sales. You don't even do sales. You've never even done it. You don't even know awards. But here's what I do now. You don't have to get it right. You just got to get going. That's it. There's someone out there that's just like me. They want to get better. And they don't want all the mumble jumble. They don't want all the fluff. They want someone to say, this is what I'm doing every day, and this is what I'm teaching other people to do. And if you do it, you will be able to serve more people. And so that's the message that I would share with you. The next level of thinking is this. This is probably the third golden nugget just in this one area. And I hope you're taking notes because sales superstars are always writing down great ideas because none of us have a perfect memory, and here it is right here. And I'll turn it back over to you. But I want you to put this in your notes. It's one of my golden nuggets, and here it is. Don't chase the money add value, and the money will chase you. Now, that's next-level thinking. That's, that's what I say. That's a shayism. You can write that down. Don't chase the money add value, and the money will chase you. Next-level thinking, baby. Next level thinking, and that's why I love Strive for More podcast, because what it's doing is it's giving us next level thinking, but it's also giving us, and that's what you do so well, Robo, you give us the tools and the techniques that we need, not only to have next level thinking, but to apply next level thinking. Absolutely. It, it, it is. It's the next level thinking. It's the striving for more. It's the trying yeah. to find more than one way to skin a cat. It's the when one door closes, then you open a window. You know, I mean, that mm-hmm. really is it. It's, it's just not letting things stop you and just realizing yeah. that the sky doesn't have to be the limit because the universe is limitless, right, Shay? So you know that. So, and it's true. So even if you're not an entrepreneur and you're listening to this episode, just recognize that anything in life is achievable as long as you put your mind to it. And even the, the tips that Shay is giving you guys right now, you can apply them anywhere in any part of your life. Am I right, Shay? Absolutely. You're 100% right on point. And for those folks that are listening right now, this is your moment. This is your time. And Strive for More podcast will change your life if you let it. Now, earlier you were talking about at the beginning of your business as an entrepreneur, you were working all these crazy hours from sunup to not even sundown, maybe sunup from sunup to the next sunup. And you were trying to do it all, and, and you thought you were just really – you thought you were striving for more <laughs> at mm-hmm. that point in time. But then you realize, you know, hey, this is crazy. And I, I, do, I, I know all about that, you know, as, as an entrepreneur as well with my company and with the podcast, you know, trying to do it all. So what part of a business, like how do you determine what part can be or should be outsourced? So there I was working with a client about six years ago, and at that time in my business, I was still training. I would train through webinars. Uh, I would train through conference calls. I would train people on how to make more sales, right? Um, I would go to companies, 
And that was my gig, and that's what I've done. And I, and I had a passion for entrepreneurs that were just like me, that were always looking for a next idea, right, because we're like on an island for the most part. <laughs> we're like, it's us, our phone, our computer, and that's about it, right? And, and so right. I was working with this one client, and she had just won a couple of big deals. And she was at the point, if you ever reach a place where you're like, I'm ready to spend some money. No, it does happen, by the way. You're like, you get some money, and you're like, okay, you're ready to spend it. Now how are you going to save it? And the question came up, what do I do? She wanted to bring an assistant on that she had that was working part-time, um, outsourced, and she really wanted to bring on a graphics artist because she pumps out. She's a speaker and, and, and does a lot of online stuff, so she needs graphics. And you would think that if you if I was sitting there, then I would say, well, hire your assistant. That's what most people do. The first thing you do is you hire someone that can take time away from you to do the work because that's not the best use of your time. But here's the first thing that I would outsource. I'm a little biased, but the first investment I would make is in a salesperson. Like I would bring someone on at 100% commission, and I would, or I would outsource that job to someone else so that they could be out making money. See, the number one addiction that most entrepreneurs have is addiction to their labor. They're trying to make all of the sales. They're doing all of the marketing. And when they stop, the entire business stops. In fact, some entrepreneurs, when I ask in my seminars, who's the number one salesperson in your company? They all raise their hand. I am the number one salesperson. They do that with pride when they don't really understand that they should be doing something else. So I made a decision. I said, you know what? What if I just put together an outsourcing company that our whole mission is really to provide the, to be the dream sales team for entrepreneurs who don't want to sell or who don't like to sell, and now they give it over to a team that can generate the leads, that can qualify the prospects. Because they hate talking to people that ain't qualified, by the way. Oh, that just burns them up, especially her. <laughs> and I, or they have someone that can, they can actually – um, run the appointment and close the deal, get the credit card, and or get the contract. So the number one place to outsource is I would outsource somewhere that's going to bring in the money that help me grow the business. You see, the number one reason that most companies go out of business, that most companies fail, that most companies struggle, is due to a lack of sales, which means they haven't served enough people to earn the sales. You see, cars you know cars. We draw, all drive a car. Cars run on gas. But there's a parallel to that because business runs on revenue, which means it runs on sales. And so to me, it's a no-brainer. And then you might say, Shay, you're a little biased. You're a little biased because you like to teach sales. I guess I'm not biased. What I would tell you, and I want you to listen to this, is I would tell you that having a revenue-generating part of the business that brings in the money is a good feeling. And so that's the first place I would outsource to. Somebody that can help you generate leads, someone that can help you set appointments, someone that can help qualify people, someone that can help go get the deal done when you are not there. Again, that takes a system. So you're either going to build that system yourself or you're going to outsource that system. That doesn't mean you stop selling. It just means that when you spend time with the wife or with the husband or the significant other or someone you love the most, the business doesn't stop. That means when you decide that you're going to go to, like I want to go to my son's baseball games, then when I go, that means my business doesn't stop. It, it also means when I have to go to the doctor and I do, I got my AARP card. I'm proud of that. Come on, somebody. I'm very proud. But uh, <laughs> it means right. that my business doesn't stop. 
number one place to outsource? Outsource to a revenue-producing organization, and that is a sales team. So as you're scaling your business and you're outsourcing or you're bringing people on, how do you build an effective team that will assist you? Because, you know, you got to be careful who you bring in because sometimes you bring people in and they want to take over your idea or they think they can do it better than you, but they forget it's your company or it's your idea. Or, you know, and sometimes it doesn't fit or they don't do the job quite, you know, what you thought that they should be able to do or what you wanted them to do. So and in building an effective team, how, how, what's the best way to go about that? You know, the number one way to, to build an effective team, and I, I've learned this, and it's a painful experience. I was quick to hire, and I was slow to fire. That means I would bring someone in, even a contractor. And that's how I started. I started bringing in a W-2 employee. There wasn't enough money to do that. So I had to bring on contractors. I had to bring on what you would call 1099s. These are folks who had their own business, and they would do work for me and on behalf of my company. And I made a lot of mistakes doing that because I would try to get the best deal in some cases because of money, and that's very important. Or I would try to barter and try to negotiate on two key areas. And that, that lost me a lot of money. First, you need a rock star salesperson. I think I made that point, and I'm going to drive that in right there. That's a place for you to put in money, and I'm going to answer your question. And then you need a rock star administrative assistant to help service what's coming in. That's like the triangle effect. If you were to draw a triangle right now in about 10 seconds, you, uh, 30 seconds, draw a triangle, and at the top of the triangle, put your name. My name is Shea Brown. So I put Shea at the top of the triangle. And on the right bottom half of the triangle, I write the word rock star, it's a salesperson. And then on the other side, I look on the other side, and I, and I, and I have an administrative assistant, and I put rock star administrative assistant because these two folks are directly supporting me so I can have time to think and do other things. And from there, I hire other people, right? Got it, got it, Shay. Now answer the question. Here is the question. How do you know? Hire the best your money can afford for the key positions. Then from there, you might, you know, try to, try to get the average folks. Because this, I learned, it was Lou Holtz, and Lou Holtz was one of the greatest uh, coaches of all time. And one of the things that he said is I've had some good teams and I've had some bad teams. Whenever I had a, a bad team, I never had a great season or won a championship. But whenever I had a great team, I could win a championship. And so for you to be successful in business, you cannot be hindered by having a so-so team across the board because you try to have hire four or five or six people at the best price point to spread the money out. So the lesson I learned was for the key position, the better quality person, that means it costs me more money, that I could bring in, then the more they could work with someone that was under them because I was bringing in leaders who then knew that they could relate to other people. It doesn't mean they were the best at what they did. I mean, it was, it was a top techie. What it mean is they could facilitate. So you have a streaming show called The Happy Entrepreneur Show. Mm-hmm. What can listeners learn on your show if they tune in? 
Yeah, listeners will learn, and we have the Happy Entrepreneur Show, the number one business development and revenue-focused late-night show in the country, and the number one mission of that show is to empower, to inspire, and to provide the resources necessary. So if you're an entrepreneur and you're looking for resources, resources that allow you to improve your marketing, resources that allow you to improve your health, resources that allow you to improve your automation tools in your business, resources to help you, you can pick any topic you want, uh, be able to do better building your media empire, then I bring on the best, the brightest, the smartest, and most intelligent folks. And in a lifestyle conversation, we're learning what works for them, what they're doing really, really well, but we're also learning what didn't work well and the lessons that they can apply to us. So you will learn how to get results in your life and results in your business. Why is that? Here's the one-liner. Jot this down in your notes. It's our core philosophy, and here it is because we believe that the results that show up in your life are just as important as the results that show up in your bank account. So you'll learn how to get results in your, in your, in your bank account. Importantly, you're going to learn how to get results in your life. And isn't that what you want at the end of the day? As an entrepreneur, it's not about the money. It's about the meaning that you're going to have in the world. It's not about the income. It's about the impact you're going to make. And if you're looking to get the tools you need to make a dollar and a difference at the same time, then tune in to happyentrepreneurshow.com. Come on over. Listen and watch, and you will learn as an entrepreneur. No, absolutely, and that is so true because I tune in and I watch um, episodes, and I've even gone onto YouTube and watched past episodes because I'm always trying to grow and offer more to my listeners, to my audience, uh, you know, because you've got to stay current. You know, you, you have to stay relevant. You don't want to get stale <laughs> at any point in time. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, so the pandemic hit and, you know, people we were, who were used to getting out there and doing face-to-face events, you know, that's how they interacted with their customers, with their clientele, and then all of a sudden they had to switch over to doing things virtually. Um, so you have a streaming show for your business, and that helps with the marketing and the promotion of your product. So what is your take on someone doing a streaming show for their product? I mean, does it work for every business, or does it only work for a particular type of business? Or, and if, if you decide to do a streaming show, how can it help? How does it help your business? When I started the Happy Entrepreneur Show, I didn't start with the intent that we're going to have a show like we have now, okay? Uh, we started with the premise that we wanted to train our sales team at 11 o'clock at night because that's when I've been doing my sales training with my team for five years. We started the show. It was called Watch Shay Brown Teach Sales. No one watched, right? Then we moved over to Sales and Marketing Lab. I said, I'll teach at 11 o'clock at night. No one watched. And it was only by accident that I happened to bring on a colleague and say, look, team, you guys watch and I'm going to talk to this person, and we're going to learn from them, so I would have to do all the training. That I would learn why they learned. And by happenstance, that kind of became a show. Should you start a show? It's not if you should have that. Here's what I want you to write in your notes. Put this in your notes. This is an affirmation. I will build my media empire. Put that in your notes. I will build my media empire. And that means in order for me to survive, I must go digital so I can reach more people faster with less effort. Should you do it? Absolutely. Now, yours might be a different format. Maybe you're not doing like we're doing on this show here where it's an interview style. 
Maybe you're doing a podcast or you're doing a, a broadcast or some media platform where you're just teaching. Maybe you're doing a format where you're just sharing your thoughts that are in your head. I don't know what the format is for you. But what I do know is that you must have a no-wall strategy. In one minute, jot that down, you know, a no-wall strategy. See, blockbusters had a four-wall strategy. That means in order for them to survive, they had to be in these four walls, and everybody had to come in. Well, we know how that worked. Netflix took them out, right? Uh, Circuit City, I'll mention that, another company y'all may not know. It hadn't been that long ago. They had a four-wall strategy until Amazon came along and said, we have a no-wall strategy. So your business right now has to have a no-wall strategy. Today I had a flood in my basement. I called up Traveler's Insurance. The guy never came out. He accessed the camera through my phone, and we did a whole tour of everything going on in my basement while he recorded it with my camera from my smartphone, iPhone. Isn't that kind of cool? No wall wow. strategy. So yeah, you should do it. You should do it now. You should do it immediately. Worst case scenario, it's just you. But the content lives on. Some of you are listening right now. You, you're listening, and you maybe listen to a past episode, and that's okay. So it becomes timeless. Yeah. Should I do it? Absolutely. Is it critical? Yes. But here's the most important part, and I'll close with this. It will allow you to go into places and spaces you would never go in. I would not be having this conversation right now had it not been for the Happy Entrepreneur Show. It's possible. We may have connected. It's possible. But as a result, I was able to be introduced. And now I'm on the other side. And as I'm on the other side right now, it's because of the show. So, yeah, do it. If nothing else, do it so that more people can benefit from what you know. Do it for someone else. The show is for not for me. It ain't about Shea Brown. It's about everyone out there that's like, you know what, I wish that if something like this existed. Someone said, you're doing 11 p.m. at night. I said, it doesn't matter. Senator Hall, who I admire the most, by the way, part of my generation, he started 11 o'clock at night. There would be no Senator Hall. You wouldn't know who the guy was if he didn't do the show at 11 o'clock at night. They said, Johnny Carson's out there. He said, I don't care about Johnny Carson. I don't care about the late night show. I'm talking to who wants to listen to me. And that's the mindset you have to have. That's the belief system you have to have. And if you do that, I promise you, your business will grow faster, you'll reach more people, and you'll make a bigger difference. Man, Shay, I knew, I knew this was going to be an awesome episode. I knew it already. But when, when I was so happy that you were supposed to be on my show, and I just was like, I can't wait. I can't wait. He's going to provide the most awesome and the most valuable knowledge to my listeners. And, again, I'm taking notes as well. <laughs> I'm taking notes too. And, you know, to make sure I scale my business because, of course, yes, I'm a podcaster, but this is also my business. I'm a media company. So I am always trying to think of ways to be innovative and bring something new and different just to keep everyone engaged and even just not just to keep the listeners engaged, to keep myself engaged as well. Yes. Yes, well, you know, what you're doing is amazing. What you're doing is incredible. And, you know, people might think, oh, well, she has a show. That's not what's so important. Well, no, Shay, you don't understand. She brings people like this to us. That's not what's so important. What's really most important is her willingness to collaborate, her willingness to work with others. Let me give you a formula real quick. And, and this sums up what she's doing, and you can do it as well. Okay, you heard this before, and I got this from Dr. George C. Frazier. And I heard him say this. He said, one plus one equals two. So when we cooperate, one plus one equals two. That's cool. We know that. One and one equals two. But when we collaborate, when we work together in harmony, one and one equals 11. And therefore, you get what we call the hashtag 11. 
hashtag 11, hashtag what, 11. And that's what you're seeing happen with this show. There's the synergy and there's the power that comes together. And that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here. I'm here to be part of the energy that takes place with Strive for More. Hey, hey, that's what it's all about. That's what it's all about. Shay, I could talk to you all day. I mean, there's so much more value that you could bring. But you know what? As always, there's a show. We have to wrap up our time. But hopefully everyone out there got some good nuggets from Shay. Just a short time he stopped by here. He'll share how you can get in touch with him. So I have one last question, Shay. What's one book that changed your life after you read it? There's so many books, obviously, out there. But I'm going to tell you the one book that I, I respect the most right now, and if you're, you're listening, I, w- I would suggest that you, that you go get the book. I suggest that you, you, you do it and you do it right now. And the book that changed me the most recently is Kevin Hart. You're like, no, Shane, can't be Kevin Hart, the comedian. No, it's, it's Kevin Hart. No, really, Shane? No, no, it's Kevin Hart, the comedian. And, and I think that every person should go out there and they should read The Decision. That's one of the books that he, that he did. And then he did the uh, – what's the name? I can't think of the book off my hand. But just Google Kevin Hart, okay? And what I admire most about that book and why it changed where I am today is that Kevin Hart talked about what it took for him to be an entrepreneur, and Kevin Hart is part of this generation. Kevin Hart is someone who's sponsored by Nike as a comedian. He's someone that decided to go into stadiums as a comedian. But he talked about the journey of marketing. He talked about the journey of advertising. He talked about the journey of failing. And then at the end, he talked about how he kept on going no matter what. And along the way, everyone kept saying he wasn't funny. No words. He believed them but people were still there. They told him he couldn't go into movies. He says, you're right, I'm not the best actor, but he's into movies. They, they told him it wasn't possible to be on a show, but yet you see him on shows. And here's the lesson that I learned from Kevin Hart that I'm going to share with you. The lesson I learned from him was that you can't be great at everything. You can be good at a lot of things. She said, you know what, I don't have to be great at marketing. I don't have to be great at making sure that I get butts in the seat. I don't have to be great and making sure I understand financing. I can be good. I can understand it all, but I've got to be great at connecting with people and making them feel better and making them laugh. And and when I heard that, I said to myself, you know what? My calling is to help people understand how they can serve and sell at the same time. That is the calling that I have because if they can serve, if they can help, if they can make a difference, if they can add value, that's why they started their company. And in doing that, the money will come. So I said, you know what, I'll be great. I'll be great at teaching folks how they can get resources by having revenue in their business. And that's, that's what I learned from lesson. Now, that doesn't say it's the greatest book of all time. That's not what she asked me. She didn't say Shay was the greatest book of all time. The question that was asked was, what's one book of all the books you read? What is one, not the one book? has made an impact and changed your life. And I'm telling you something relevant. I'm telling you something now. And if you haven't read that book, go get the book now. She said, Shay, what's the second book in 30 seconds? Shay, you've got to give me a second book. You can't just leave him out there. I'll tell you there's another brother, bad to the bone. His name is David Goggins. If you haven't never heard of David Goggins, D-A-V-I-D-G-O-G-G-I-N, he wrote a book saying, I can't hurt. And I, and I want you, when you get a chance, to get that book. Don't worry about all the things that he's done, but his mindset and his belief systems is superior to anyone I've ever heard, ever seen in my life. He's called a freak of nature. Wow. So with that being said, I'm going to turn it back over to you. I don't want to 
go on, but you asked for one, and I gave you two because I just got carried away. So I apologize. Back over to you. No, that's all right. That's fine. And, and I hope you listeners out there, and I can agree with you, Kevin Hart. You know, I, I see him, and yes, you know, as a comedian, as a celebrity, as a figure. But, you know, honestly, Shay, I watch him uh, and my executive producer. We, we followed him in, in his career, but we watch him as a business person because if you really take the time to just watch him strategically, it's phenomenal. It's, it's absolutely phenomenal. I mean, even just recently, a couple of weeks ago, there was the Master P No Limit Chronicles that was on BET. Even if you don't like the, the hip-hop or the music, but you can't hate on the strategic plan as a business mogul that Master P, Percy Miller, that he had. So it's not just about being mesmerized by the glitz and the glamour. It's watch how these people move. Watch what they do, right, Shay? That's it. It's it's, it's that's, that's driving right. for more. It's it's watching it's watching them move behind the scenes, even in front of the scenes. It's all that stuff. And then of course there's all the things that we have no idea <laughs> that they have taken on or the endeavors that they have um, encountered. You know, but um, you know, Shay, thank you so much for your time. I really appreciate you. Can you do me a favor? Can Absolutely. you? Yeah, can you let everyone know how they can view your show and then let them know how they can seek your services for coaching, for entrepreneurship or sales, or if they just want to run something by you, let, please let them know how they can get in touch with you and see your show. Sure, I'm going to do something very, very special here. I'm, I'm really excited. Uh, first, the show, um, you can go to happyentrepreneurshow.com, Happy entrepreneurshow.com. You can see all the episodes. Uh, you want to just go to happyentrepreneurshow.com. Um, if you want to watch it live and you want to tune in with us on Facebook and be impactful, you can download on iTunes and all that. But just go to Happy Entrepreneur Show inside of Facebook, and, and, and there we are. We love to have you. For those folks that want to connect, uh, with me, the best way to do it is I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to share my personal cell phone number. I don't let me do that because I know all of you are not going to take advantage of this, right? Just statistically speaking, you're not. But some of you are. And I want to send you um, a gift. And my gift is the Champion Creed. Um, one of our movements is called Champion Nation, and it's the number one place to win. And for those folks that want to win, win big in their life, win big in their business, win, win big with their clients, we, we, we put together the, the, the way to build a seven-figure sales team. And that's my gift to you. It's no cost to you. It's a five-part series. Here's what you're going to do. Just text the word, text strive for more. Isn't that easy? Text strive for more. And let me give you the number. Let me, let me give you the number to text into. We're going to personally respond. The number is 202. I would write this down. You probably want to open up your browser right now. Just open up your phone and go to messages right now and text 202. 270-1662. Again, 202-270-1662. And text STRIVE for more. Now, put your first name so when we send it to you, we know what we're doing. Put your last name. That's going to be very, very important. Put your email because some of you want us to email the link. And then put your best contact number. Some of you want us to text you the contact information. You can just click the link and you can go watch it. So text 202-270-1662. Text STRIVE for more, and then put your first name, your last name, your best contact number, and email. And I'm going to send you a special link to be part of Champion Nation, and I want you to win big, and I want you to help other folks. With that being said, thanks a lot. 
I appreciate you having me on Strive for More Podcast. I, I want you to know that this show, you all should share it with your network. This show, you should put it on your calendar. This show, you should make sure you tune into it because it's making a difference. Are you listening? Thank you so much for listening. We appreciate you. With that being said, uh, my name, by the way, for those folks who are curious, once again, my name is Shay Brown, the happy entrepreneur. Make it a great day, everyone, and I promise you we'll make some good things happen. We connect again next time. God bless, and I wish all of you success. Just remember one thing. Time is long. Life is short. You've got to live in the moment. You've got to make it count. God bless. Peace. Thank you so much, Shay. Take care. Systems are something I swear by in my business. I have actions that trigger other actions to keep me organized. It is true that systems beat goals every time. Being an entrepreneur can give you an incredible amount of freedom, but you cannot chase the money. When you add value, then the money will absolutely find you. Are you a person who loves sales? Consider becoming a part of the Strive for More marketing and sales team. Send me an email at striveformore at email.com. That's strive, the number four, more at email.com. In the subject line, put strive for more sales. I am looking for a motivated individual to develop relationships with potential episode sponsors. The position is 100% commission only. Continue to strive for more and live your best life now. See you in the next episode.